We are Gold Ivy, a health company dedicated to simplifying health and wellness. The industry is lacking the honest experience and grit required to overcome the struggle, and we're here to fill that gap. You decide what works for your daily life and how to transform our lessons into your gold. Join us on the fearless pursuit of self-discovery and growth. This is Ivy Unleashed, a Gold Ivy production. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Ivy Unleashed. You are listening to Brooke and Andrea. How are we doing today? I'm tired. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> I had an awesome night last night. I had um, the ladies from my neighborhood over to talk about their careers mm. and their education for some of the students that are heading off to college from our neighborhood. It was really cool to hear everyone's stories and of course got into an Andrea special and I had a million questions, but uh, ended at one in the morning. Yeah. So this morning has been a little rough with three kids and Justin out of town. So I'm tired. So I love what we're about to talk about because I need it. Yes. And I need it. And I did not do that last night. I was in bed by 8 p.m., got 10 hours of sleep, and I feel like I could sleep 10 more. So this topic that we're going to talk about is something that I need to do, saving my life after a weekend of family in town, celebrating our friends, moving. It was a wonderful weekend. My heart is full, but I am exhausted. And as I'm going on this healing journey, sleep is crucial. As much as I don't want it to be, I want to be go, go, go. I, I like getting things done. It helps with my anxiety. I know that sleeping is the answer right now. And to sleep, you need a bedtime routine. So this is something that Andrew and I are going to dive in today. We have talked about the morning routine before, and you can't have the morning routine without the bedtime routine. Mm-hmm. And I'm really bad at bedtime routine. <laughs> I think it's it's like a nice that it's easy for me to fall asleep. Like the, I mm-hmm. I know that that's a great thing. And a lot of people, a lot of our clients struggle with getting to be able to fall yeah. asleep. So I don't have that problem. And so I think that's why my bedtime routine stinks because I'm like, I don't need it, but I do need to wash my face and I need Mm -hmm. to make sure I'm doing that. And like, I don't read as much as I would like. And and so I think kind of going through the importance of sleep and this routine today is actually really beneficial for me to like hear why, like, why is this so important? And what am I missing out on if I don't have this routine in place? Right. Because if you don't have this routine in place at night, Waking up in the morning is so much harder. It's what we've realized. You know, you being up till 1 a.m. to wake up at 4 or 5 a.m. like you love to do. Mm -hmm. And that's what sets your day on fire. And the importance of that, you can't do it Mm -hmm. if you're then running on three hours of sleep. Yeah, and I just felt like behind. Like I felt like I woke up and I was behind. Yeah. And I don't like that feeling at all. Yeah, but it can, you know, after work, that time is is really important, especially when you have kids and you're getting them ready for dinner, then bathing them, getting them ready for sleep. And then you're like, I want some time for myself. There's this thing going around. We've talked about it before, bedtime revenge, where Mm -hmm. we have these hours of finally having time for ourselves and we risk sleep. Mm -hmm. We pick that over sleep. And we're going to talk about today how we structure our bedtime routine and how we incorporate self-care in it so that you don't have to have that bedtime routine. You can still get a full seven, eight hours of sleep and feel like you're taking care of yourself. 
Right. And bringing up to seven, eight hours of sleep, it's just important. Like you said, if you're, you're thinking about the morning, you have to backtrack tonight. Like, what time am I starting all of these things? Mm-hmm. So we want to run through the important aspects of a nighttime routine backed by science with lots of tips. Sometimes people want just like an easy step. Mm -hmm. So we have a bunch of those, but we've also categorized this into three big buckets, Mm -hmm. the three R's of our bedtime routine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Similar to the three M's of our morning routine. These are the three things that feel, we feel like make the most difference and help us structure our night so that we can make sure we're getting restorative sleep. So we can make sure we're waking up feeling well rested even though right now I am always tired and my body is fighting some pretty serious things. And so if I don't have those hours of sleep, I feel even worse, (laughs) which is brutal. So whether you are a mom and you need your sleep so that you can then give, or you're going through something and you need your body to heal, no matter where you're at in your life, this is important. Sleep Mm -hmm. is the number one thing that you can do really to take care of yourself. If you aren't getting good sleep, like you can say goodbye to any other goal that you have. Mm -hmm. So before we jump into the bedtime routine, I think just talking about sleep for a second, you know, a lot of people think they can function on little sleep. Uh, A lot of people just accept that they have these poor habits with sleep or it's hard for them to get those amount of hours or they have changing shifts. And so we just want to talk about a little bit about the importance of sleep because it affects your mood. It affects your immunity. It affects your heart health. It affects your athletic performance. I mean, the list goes on and on what sleep can affect. I always think about relationships too, Mm -hmm. just the irritability and just, you know, whether you're obsessed with sleep or not, it's affecting you Mm -hmm. and it's affecting your internal numbers. So whether or not you're going to the doctor, if you have a lack of sleep chronically, your blood pressure is probably going up. Your blood sugar is probably not as regulated as it could be. And so something we want to address is that this does not need to look perfect. And this is something I struggle with because I'm a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. A lot of times I feel like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to nail it. Otherwise I'm not going to get into it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I've, I've been changing my mind on that with exercise. I used to be very extreme. I'm either training for a marathon or I'm like hardly working out. Now I'm trying a new approach where I'm doing a little bit every day. Yes. And so with the bedtime routine, I struggle with it because I feel like, oh, once I get this started, I'm going to do my face routine every single night. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to start reading before bed every single night. But in reality, I actually read the study about how important it is that even if you do this a few nights a week, it's helpful and it's beneficial for your health. Mm -hmm. So I was reading on the website for the National Center on Sleep Disorders Research. And a physician, Michael Twery, was kind of comparing sleep to an engine and how it runs. And he said, we know that not getting enough sleep results in the chemistry of our body, the biology of our body, failing to work the way it's supposed to work. Mm -hmm. So when he compared it to the engine, he said, if the timing of the engine, the movement of the parts is a little bit off, the engine can still run. It just won't run efficiently. So when you think about this, you know, you are going to be running, you are going to be awake, you are going to be functioning but not at your highest capacity. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have those days where we're off. Where like last night with me being up till 1 a.m., it was totally worth it. It's going to be something hopefully those young women remember and take into college. And so I don't regret staying up that late. And I just, you know, there's going to be those times where you don't hit this routine Mm -hmm. at all. But knowing like every now and again, if you're fitting in this self-care, you're fitting in prioritizing bedtime 
it's going to benefit your health. Yeah. And even if it's just one of the three R's, Mm -hmm. right? If it's one little nugget that you can do every night, making sure that you are taking care of yourself, you are winding down for sleep because that little thing is going to have an effect and it's more than what you're already doing. You know, I talk to a lot of my clients and you do too about the all or nothing mindset and it holds us back so much. So I talk to my clients about what if they just did a little more? It's still more than what they're doing. And for them, it's kind of that light bulb of, oh yeah. Because to do all, this all or nothing, all, right? I think of the perfectionism. What is perfect? There is nothing perfect. You cannot nail it down to the minute of everything. And this is something that I'm learning. I'm working through as I'm trying to be very structured with my healing, the supplements I'm taking, everything I'm doing. And I remind myself, there's no such thing as perfect, right? It's the effort I'm putting into it. It's the intention behind it that I need to keep celebrating. And so if you can celebrate just these little things that you're doing and acknowledge that I am doing something to help with my sleep, because what's going to happen as you do one thing, you're going to realize how good you feel and you're going to want to continue it. You're going to build that habit. And then once you have that habit built, you're going to add on. And it's going to be this slow thing that when you don't have it into your nightly routine, you're going to miss it. That's where I'm at. When I don't have it, I'm like, oh, and I'm going to be able to say, oh, I know why I feel this way because I didn't do this last night. And it's honing into how do I want to feel? I want to have more energy. I know what I'm capable of. The way I'm living my life, I'm waking up exhausted. This is not how I want to live the one life that I have. Yeah, for me, tackling the morning routine was overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It was a lot because I had never been a morning person. And right now, I'm not a bedtime routine person. So this is a little overwhelming to think about like how to get started. And so what Brooke and I did is we really like dove into this. And we're like, what is it when we do hit this? Especially Brooke, because she's way more, (laughs) she's way better at this than I am. What is it that truly makes me feel the way I want to feel? Like what makes me feel like I'm going to bed and I've taken care of myself and I'm ready for my next day? Mm Mm-hmm. So in real time right now, because I'm so tired from last <laughs> night, I'm already thinking about tonight. Like I'm, I've, I've already told my kids we're doing bath night, we're doing movie night. I know what time they're going to go to bed. And now because of how we've broken this down into three hours, I honestly am going to just implement it tonight in a way that makes sense. And I can't wait to see how I feel mm-hmm. in the morning. Hopefully none of my kids wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> but I want to say, you just mentioned, we're going to do bath time. We're going to do movie night. We make kids have a bedtime routine. And then as we get older, like what happens? Like our brain needs structure. It needs to wind down. There's a reason that our, cor- our cortisol decreases and melatonin is produced, right? Like our body's ramping up for sleep and then we're putting a screen in front of our face. Mm-hmm. We're saying, oh no, one last thing on the to-do list. Oh, here's my time to play a game. And then we're wondering why we can't fall asleep. Right. And it's hard. I'm, I'm not saying it's not. I'm right there with you. I think it's getting back to that routine that we needed when we were younger. There's a reason that we needed it when we were younger. And it can seem overwhelming. It is overwhelming. I'm still overwhelmed, but I've learned how to break it down. And I'm going to share it with you guys. Mm -hmm. So working backwards has been the best strategy for me. Thinking, what time do I want to wake up at? So say it's 5 a.m. Okay, well, how many hours of sleep do I want? Seven or eight. Right now in my healing journey, it's eight. 
and a bunch of naps throughout the day. But I want to get at least eight hours. And for me, that's hard because I want time in my day to do things, to stay organized, be structured, but I need rest and I'm owning that. So to make sure I'm up at five, I need to be asleep by 9 p.m. Okay, well, I'm not going to get in bed and be right asleep. So I have set an alarm at 8 p.m. that that's my wind down time. From 8 to 8.30, I have time to do some of the R's that we're going to talk about and get into, but this is really my time to end of the day, get organized for the next day, do some self-care. And by 8.30, I want to be in bed so that I have 30 minutes to fall asleep. I have 30 minutes to read and relax my mind and tell myself that it's time to sleep. And if in those 30 minutes I'm still feeling wide awake, I will do sleep meditation. I will focus on breath work. And by 9 p.m., I'm asleep. Okay, let me say that that doesn't always happen. (laughs) Maybe one night out of the week, right? But it's something that I'm working towards And I know that that's what makes me feel the best. So it's setting myself up for success before that. So during the day, what do I need to get done? When do I want to get my things done by? And how can I honor this plan that I have in place of if by 8 p.m. I'm still doing things, how can I let that go? I also want to acknowledge that I am very lucky that I am just taking care of myself. I don't have kids. I don't have kids waking me up in the middle of the night. You know, my story, my circumstance is very different than others. And so these three R's really, there's something that everyone can grab. Mm-hmm. And so this is what works best for me. And it's what I talk to my clients about are setting these reminders on your phone to, hey, it's time to wind down, turning your phone off. Hey, 30 minutes before bed, at least even an hour, shut off that screen. And so really having this plan in place and these reminders set. Yeah, and you, can, and you can adapt it. You know, I'm thinking about with your timeline and kids, it's like you have to add, for me, I have three kids, so at least 30 minutes to everything you're saying because mm-hmm. it's doing all the things for them yeah. too. And they all have different emotional needs every day, every hour. Mm-hmm. So you never really know. And so, you know, I think as a parent, you need like a bigger window. Mm-hmm. But all of these things we're going to talk about in the R's can be applied and have the same purpose behind them. Yeah. And you can use them for your kids too. It's really for all of us. Yeah. I think the difference with having more on your plate, whether it be kids or activities, it just takes another level of planning, right? For anything, behavior change, anything schedule, having a plan in place is the number one thing to rely back on. And so it's taking that time to build that plan, to think it through Believing that you can control how you want that to look like, because if you don't believe you can, you're not going to do these things. And tying back to the importance of why we're creating this plan in the first place. Right. It's not just another thing to do. Like, no, it's actually things that are going to help you. I want to just transplant all this information into my brain. So let's get into it. Okay. So the number one R is release. I look at release as releasing the day. So what do you need to do to mentally give up this day and get ready to start a new day? So for me, what it looks like is organizing and tidying up my apartment, getting my to-do list ready for the next day, 
looks like setting up my environment to make me have a successful morning, right? So when I wake up in the morning early, I am very disoriented. I'm tired, which a lot of us are. It's normal. And so to make it as easy as possible on myself. So I'm setting up my workout clothes the night before. I have my couch that I meditate on. So I have my blanket, my heating pad out there. I have my supplements out on the counter, the first thing I take in the morning. Anything you can think of that's going to make your morning easier, do it. I don't care how silly it is. I know Monica that we had on all about habits. You know, she she's explored this and she has on her pot of coffee, her salt and pepper that she's going to have with her omelet on the stove. Like anything that you can make, any way you can make it easier on yourself. Setting that up. Also releasing the day by journaling. Getting it actually out of your mind and on paper. Then one of the number one reasons why people have sleep issues is stress. They're carrying on to what they didn't do, what they need to do, and to let that go. And how therapeutic it is to actually get it out of your head and write it on paper, just try it. And once you're done with that, getting out your to-do list for the next day. If it helps you to figure out what you want your morning to look like, getting it out of your head of what you need to do and just putting it on paper, figure out a practice that works best for you. But when I think of release and what's helped me the most is releasing the day through journaling, cleaning up, and setting up my space for the next day. Yeah. And I think too, when you're thinking about the end of the day, if you're like me and you're exhausted and you've just done a bunch of bedtimes and you feel like I can't get out a journal, I think sometimes just even doing your gratitude list then. Yes. So you're thinking about what went well, you're thinking about what you're grateful for. And I think that like tees up some good dreams, mm-hmm. like, like some mm-hmm. nightmares. You're thinking about like positive things. And so even if you can write down three things, either yeah. three things you're grateful for, like three things you want to focus on the next day where it, it doesn't feel like daunting to write all the thoughts that you have and these mm-hmm. feelings that you have. Because when you're exhausted, sometimes it's like, that is too much to think about. It's just a bullet list, or even one thing you're grateful for. Or think it, right? Just being aware of, okay, what went well today? What are three things I'm grateful for? What are three things that went well today? Because nine times out of 10, like I'm not journaling at night because I have no energy to. And because of that, I'm journal in the morning. But when I started this journey last week of my supplements, of my pills and feeling so overwhelmed, I did journal at night, but my journaling at night looked like, how did I take care of myself today? So that I could look at that and be like, you know what? I'm doing okay. Reminding myself that I'm doing okay. Mm -hmm. And that also puts me in a state of a better energy. So whether you write it down or whether you think it or you pray about it or you pray about it. That, yeah. Yep. That's I also feel like a great release. I just had a, a moment thinking of, you know, I never thought I really did a gratitude practice so recently, but it's like, I totally do. That's what I do when I pray at night. I like, and I do this with my kids too. We pray. And as we're praying, we're thanking mm-hmm. for all of these things that are in our life that are, you know, just given to us or like such a privilege to have. And so that's a good way to do gratitude too, or just to kind of get those positive thoughts going before bed is saying your prayers. If you do that, um, whether you write it down, like you said, or you're thinking it or you're praying to a higher being, I think kind of feeling and reminding yourself, I am clearing my mind right now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting this out so that next, the next day it can be a completely new day for me. Yeah. And sharing your gratitude list with your partner, right? If your partner's next to you when you're going to sleep, make it a thing of that you can do together. Next are 
is rejuvenate. Uh, and this is very, I feel like personalized for everyone, mm-hmm. what you want to do to rejuvenate. And so I think a lot of people have their self-care practices that they do every day, whatever that looks like. For most people, it's, you know, brushing your teeth, washing your face, going to the mm-hmm. bathroom. And something that's important to think about with bedtime is your brain and how it works. It wants a system. Mm-hmm. And so thinking about, okay, I have, a, I have trouble falling asleep. The more that you can, as you're doing this and thinking about exactly what you want to have in your routine, and maybe just start with like two things instead of like seven, having them in the same order mm-hmm. so that your brain knows what's coming next. And then it gets you to your bed where it's time to sleep. And so if you're, you know, maybe you pick, I wash my face first, then I brush my teeth then I go to the bathroom or whatever it is that's in that routine, I think it's important to keep it in that mm-hmm. order. Yeah, because you're gearing your body up for sleep. It's saying, okay, I know what comes next. What comes next is sleep. It's time to sleep. Mm-hmm. And going back to Monica's episode on habits, it's really getting these habits in place so that it can be automatic, mm-hmm. so that you don't have to think about it. This isn't just one more thing to add to your to-do list. Like, no, it's already automatic. It's already a habit. My body knows what to do next, and I don't have to think about it. Yeah. And not that this episode is about positivity, but I do think there's opportunities in this that's almost like a moving meditation, right? So Mm -hmm. when you're washing your face or you're brushing your teeth, you can be thinking of positive things that happen throughout your day. Sometimes we have terrible days or we have conflict that happens and you're ruminating on it during this time because you're thinking about the end of your day and how tough it was or how tough work was. And I think this can be an opportunity to maybe that's when you think about your gratitude list while you're washing your face or that's when you have your affirmations you're saying to yourself, or that's when you write. Sometimes people write on their mirrors, Mm -hmm. you know, those affirmations of I am beautiful or I am strong, I am resilient, whatever it may be that our thoughts are going wild during that time. (laughs) And so, you know, I think there was a study, I can't remember where it was from, but it was like 17 seconds of a positive thought. So it like, mm. if you can put yourself in that for 17 seconds, it can completely reframe your mood. And so the practice is you think of something in your life, like an experience that you felt so good or so happy. And you think of your senses. What was I smelling? What mm-hmm. was I tasting? What was I seeing? And so maybe you do that while you wash your face or while you brush your teeth. You're thinking of this happy moment in your life. Pick a different one every day. And it can shift if you've had a really terrible day or you're going through something really tough, shifting to that positive space so that you get kind of removed from this negative Mm -hmm. cycle of of emotion over and over and over. I love that. I also, if that seems like a lot and you're someone who struggles with anxiety or just ruminating thoughts, another practice that is very helpful is to not think about anything but what you're doing. So I've started doing it when I'm washing the dishes because that's kind of my time to think about everything I need to do. Like, I don't want to be washing these dishes right now, but they need to get done. And just actually being in the present moment. So practicing, you know, when you're washing your face, when you're brushing your teeth, of that's all you're doing. You're strengthening that present muscle in you, your ability of to just be aware. And so that's been really helpful. And because the more we practice that, it's a muscle. The yes. more it's, it's going to strengthen and and it won't seem so hard. We'll be able to tap back into that presence. Yeah. And think of the word rejuvenate. Mm -hmm. Like what am I doing to refill my tank, to replenish, to rejuvenate my body, my mind, whatever that may be. I was just thinking of Jay Shetty. When he brushes his teeth, 
He brushes every individual tooth and thinks about that tooth. That's how present he is while he's brushing his teeth. I'm like, oh my, how many teeth have I neglected during my toothbrushing time? Like, I think that's such a good way of making it longer. Yeah. yeah. Oral hygiene, taking better care of your teeth, which is a huge part of health and well-being. Yeah. Flossing, you know, really taking your time that like, how many times have I brushed my teeth today? Maybe it's not as many as I should. Like, let me take some time with each of these teeth of mine. It's those simple things. Doing, like, not even doing less, but just being more mindful in those moments of what we're doing Mm -hmm. is so, so powerful. And the last R is relaxation. Actually winding your brain down, getting in that state of feeling so relaxed that you are ready to sleep. Some experts say that this should be done outside of your bedroom so that you are only sleeping and having sex in your bedroom. So whether you are on your couch and you're meditating or you are reading on your couch. Or on your floor. On your floor, yeah. And then when you actually get into bed, it's time to sleep. Uh, For me, I like just reading a chapter and passing out. Like that gets me tired enough. Or doing a body scan in my bed and then just falling asleep. So as always, you have to figure out what works best for you. If you notice that you're doing these things and it's not working and you're in your bed, then maybe try outside of your bed. And, and so that you know when you are entering your room, okay, now it's time to sleep. So be curious, experiment, but really find what is going to help you relax. Some breath work, meditation. Some people find journaling really relaxing, that process of getting it out. So be open and try some things to help you relax. Yeah, and if you've kind of played with the idea of starting this meditation thing, I know it's overwhelming, like, what is it? How do I do it? I don't know what I'm doing. We've talked about the app Insight Timer, Mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of apps you can use, but that's just a great one to kind of, for anybody to get Mm -hmm. started or experts on it, but um, it's a great time to play with meditation, to say, okay, I'll just, like five minutes. What is this going to even mean? What is this going to do? Because what it's going to do is it's going to help you clear your mind mm-hmm. and take deep breaths. The the combo of that, I can't think of anything more powerful to get you to sleep. Right. It's going to get you out of your sympathetic nervous system, that fight or flight, and trigger your parasympathetic nervous system. It's going to tell your, your body, your brain that it's time to rest and digest. And relaxation is totally individualized. Mm -hmm. Like we all have things that we like to do, some weird things, some (laughs) completely normal things. But I think, you know, especially with clients, sometimes people just want tips. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to try. Like, yeah, I can think about what relaxes me. It's doing a puzzle. I don't have a puzzle. Like, (laughs) you know, like just tell me what to do so I can fall asleep. So we compiled the list of helpful tips Mm -hmm. that anybody can use and that are completely backed up by research from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. So these include keeping a consistent sleep schedule as much as you can. Live your life, please. But in general, try and go to sleep at the same time and get up at the same time every day, even on the weekends if you can. Mm -hmm. Setting a bedtime that's early enough for you to get the seven to eight hours of sleep, be realistic. You know, when do I actually have to be up? What does it actually mean? Maybe 9 p.m. feels like, oh my gosh, I don't go to bed at 9, but maybe that's what you need. Try it. Uh, If you don't fall asleep after 20 minutes of laying there, try getting out of your bed, out of your room, doing something that is not productive, that it's Mm -hmm. super boring, that's not helping your life in any way at all. (laughs) Go stare at a wall. I don't care what you do, but get out of your bed. Try again. Like Brooke said before, only use your bed for sleep and sex. 
uh, a cool room. So maybe your room's too hot. Mm -hmm. Aiming for like that 65 to 67 degrees can really help a lot. Mm -hmm. One I talk uh, to a lot of my clients about is screen time and your exposure to bright light. So putting your phone down at least an hour, limiting that screen time, even of a TV. And if you can't, invest in some blue blocker glasses. So that screen, it inhibits our ability to produce melatonin and that's what our brain needs to sleep. So that's what that blue light is doing. So blue light blockers are great. Exercising regularly, working your body so that when it comes time to sleep, you're you're tired. You know, a lot of us were sedentary all day. So finding times even during the day to get some exercise and to get some movement. Next, uh, avoiding consuming caffeine in the afternoon. This is a tough one, especially when that two to three PM time frame comes around and our cortisol is low and we are tired. So try your best to limit that. Try some other ways to wake up. Get in some movement, go for a walk, talk to a friend. I read uh, giving a compliment is a quick mood booster and energy booster. Along with that, avoiding consuming alcohol. Alcohol right before bedtime really affects our sleep. A lot of people will actually use alcohol to get sleepy and it negatively impacts the quality of your sleep. So yes, it may help you fall asleep uh, at some points, but you're going to wake up less refreshed, even Mm -hmm. if it's seven to eight hours because you have alcohol in your system. Yeah. it It affects your rapid eye movement cycle of sleep, that deep restorative sleep. And lastly, reducing your fluids before bedtime. A lot of people have to get up and pee in the middle of the night. So one way to help with that is to stop drinking any fluids a few hours before you go to bed. A lot of tips, a lot of ways to do things. And like we said before, it's so important to think like this does not need to look perfect. You don't have to do all of these things. But just thinking about what could I do for myself tonight that's maybe something I haven't tried in a while or I've never tried that could help me have more of this diligent routine using one of our R's. And with all of this information, we always put it in our blog. So you can always access that on our website. For additional tips and to see these portrayed in different ways, you know, maybe through TikTok or Instagram, uh, you can follow us on all social channels at Gold Ivy Health Co. To wrap up our three R's of our bedtime routine, release, rejuvenate, and relax. And now it's time for our three gold stars. Number one, release. Find a practice that helps you release the day, whether it's tidying up your place, journaling, organizing for the day ahead. Do something at least an hour before bed. Two, rejuvenate. Decide on your order of hygiene or self-care actions and stick to it five days in a row this week. And three, relaxation. Determine your favorite way to relax and incorporate it into your bedtime routine. I'm excited for bed tonight. <laughs> this is awesome. What time is it? I know. I'm so tired. I can't wait. I need things broken down sometimes, especially for things like bedtime routine that I typically struggle with. Mm-hmm. So I'm pumped for this. All right. And for your piece of gold, today's piece of gold comes from psychologist and sleep expert, Hope Bestine. She says, winding down from the day is just as important as gearing up for the day. This is Gold Ivy signing off. Listen to your truth and go chase your gold. <laughs>